Welcome to the very, very first podcast, very, very first episode of Let's Talk About It. So, this podcast is going to be discussing a wide variety of topics from friendships, relationships, family, um, politics, who knows. It's something fun, you know. I really wanted to start something fun and exciting for me given the fact that I literally have nothing to do half of the time, so that's what this is going to be. So, today on Let's Talk About It, our topic is COVID-19 and the impact that it has had on Life as we know it, ever since it became a thing back in 2019, that seems so long ago. I remember pretty much everything. It's been a crazy, crazy year. I mean, right around this time last year was homecoming, and we were getting ready for Halloween, and football started, and... I was doing cheer. Everything was everything was pretty decent last year, right up until COVID hit. COVID, it was great. I remember first hearing about COVID in I want to say late February. Some rumors had been started about a new virus, and we were all kind of just like, yeah, okay. It's just whatever, not really paying attention to it. But then March rolled around and it was a full-fledged national emergency, shut down the whole country, let's just block ourselves out from everyone. And that's when things started getting scary. I mean, for me personally, if it's enough to shut down the country, that's pretty scary. So... I just remember having to switch from in-person school to we're shutting school down, we're doing remote learning and missing almost a month of curriculum from school and having to pick things back up and really feeling lost. It was a great way to end my freshman year in high school. So it definitely impacted a lot of people's education because there are some people who are not as blessed as some schools are to have technology and the resources that they need to do school online, to do school from home, or even just um, things like lunches, um, being able to have lunch at home because some kids do depend on going to school and having lunch at school, having breakfast at school. Some kids do depend on that, and I feel like that was a big major hit to certain families in the U.S. when COVID hit. The one big thing that did stick out to me during COVID was the shortage of toilet paper. The shortage of toilet paper was completely irrational. American citizens had this mentality that they're going to run out of toilet paper because they're going to be locked in their homes forever. 
this was not the case at all. And now there are families who have way too much toilet paper and are never going to ever use it. <laughs> there was no reason for everyone to be having a mass hysteria about not having enough toilet paper. I would understand cleaners like Lysol, Clorox, bleach, ammonia, stuff like that to get rid and kill the virus, but things like toilet paper? And, I mean, yes, I understand food as well, but not as much because not everything really shut down, shut down. I know there were some states who didn't completely shut down. And yes, it may have been for a few weeks that everything was shut down, but there were some stores that were open so that you could get um, things and you were allowed to go out of your house if you needed to get essential items. Essential items being your food, your milk, um, stuff for your animals, stuff for your health, like medicine, like um, Dayquil, NyQuil, stuff like that, so that you could... Um, just be prepared for everything that was okay but a lot of people had in their minds why would I do that if everything's shutting down I'm just gonna buy everything right now and never have to leave my house that's not really gonna work out for you too well so I do remember being home and not really going out a lot um outside of my neighborhood I would definitely be going on walks every day just so I could escape the house because being inside your home for since March, March to I want to say almost August. So around four months of just being home, not going out places very often unless you really, really have to, it gets really hard. It starts getting hard on your mental health and your physical health because you just, you don't have very many options to do anything. So I remember just having this dreadful feeling, waking up every morning, doing school, not really wanting to do school because I'm home and I know that I'm not going to be able to go anywhere when I'm done. That was the most dreadful feeling. And then it was, it turned into this huge political battle between Democrats and Republicans, between Democrats and the president, between everyone and the president, and that did not help things whatsoever. I feel like if there wasn't so much criticism on the president, everything would have been less stressful. In my beliefs based on the facts that were presented to me. Trump shut down the nation when he felt it was right. He shut it down as soon as he figured out where it came from. He closed our borders to China off as soon as he found out it came from China. As soon as he found out where it came from, he shut everything down from there. And he started the quarantine. He started everything. So he did shut down country. A lot of people think that he didn't shut it down early enough. He actually shut it down within a few days of finding out where it came from. Now, 
there have been days and months actually where I went without watching the news. So I can't really say anything other than he did shut down the country as soon as he heard things from where they were coming from. When I was home, it was dreadful, miserable, just hearing day after day after day that more people are being tested and more people are getting positive. And the one thing that did kind of throw me off was when people were saying this is getting out of hand, there are so many people testing positive every day, and it's like, yes, you're going to see more positives every day because there are more people being tested. And that did come out. People were starting to realize, like, oh, that makes sense. But it just got way out of hand, and I feel like Americans just were scared, which is understandable. But I do remember when things started opening back up. We had things open back up to 25% capacity. Um, Restaurants started opening back up. And this is recently. This was in the past two months that things actually started opening up. People were allowed to travel. Um, Certain states were hotspots where you had to quarantine for two weeks when you got there. Quarantine for two weeks when you got back. Um, And it still is like that. I know Florida is like that. I'm not sure if it is still like that now, but I'm pretty sure it is. The restaurants started opening back up to 50% capacity. Um, Stores started opening back up full time. And everything kind of seemed to go back to this normal-ish state of how it was pre-COVID. But everything is still not normal. Yes, there are some schools who are opening back up. Um, Some schools have full-fledged open back up. The school that I'm at has completely opened up, but it's also giving the option to do um, online learning, which is great because there are some families who are still not sure whether or not they want to send their kids to school and get um, have risks of getting the virus, which is completely understandable because some families have high-risk people at home and don't want to risk catching it. Um, the big thing, though, is people are swearing up and down that masks need to be worn all the time. Masks, masks, masks. And some of the schools, their um, regulations that they have are not quite making sense. For instance, the school that I'm at, when we get to school in the morning, we're not allowed to hang around in the main part of our building and wait for friends. We have to go straight to our classes. The thing with that is people who are waiting for their friends are usually waiting a few minutes. I would say around two to five minutes just waiting for their friends to arrive at school. And it's not many of us who are. The school is against that, but they're allowing us to be in classrooms for over an hour, not moving around, and the classrooms, I hate to be bursting their bubble, but they're not completely socially distancing us. Not all of the classrooms are social distanced enough, and some of the stuff that we have to do isn't social distancing for PE. How are we supposed to do our PE stuff if 
some of the stuff is games that we are, aren't able to be socially distanced. But yet, you're going to let us have these classes where we're not socially distanced and being with our friends for longer than it takes for us to wait for our friends in the morning. It doesn't make sense. Yes, I know that they don't want us to be congregating around each other, but we're already congregating around each other on the buses, in classes, at lunch. But it's not okay to wait two to five minutes for a friend. That is what doesn't make sense to me right now. But it is what it is. That is the whole entire motto of life at this point. So my whole take on COVID as a whole is it has been so stressful. It has definitely been time-consuming, emotionally draining, mentally draining, physically draining. But I do believe that we will all get over this. I am, however, worried that all of this hysteria is going to end with the presidential election. I hate to say it, but I feel like once the presidential election comes around, it's going to end. Which doesn't make sense, but to the politicians, it does. So... Next week, we are going to be talking about how COVID may or may not impact Halloween this year. Halloween is coming up right around the corner. Many places may or may not be doing trick-or-treating or may have improvised solutions to do trick-or-treating so that it is safe for families, kids, anyone who's doing trick-or-treating. This is all coming to you guys next Sunday. I hope you enjoyed. Come back next week.